Hello, welcome to another episode of the Silent Minority Report, presented by Joel. Today, I'm going to dive into the whole Jesse Smollett alleged hate crime hoax. And currently, um, as of December 3rd, 2021, there is a trial ensuing right now um, against Jesse Smollett for staging the whole attack. And a little background, back in January of 2019, Jesse Smollett alleged to police that he had been assaulted in the early morning, this was about 2 a.m. in um, Chicago, North Water Street, and he was described to the police officer that two men, uh, he described them as white men, were wearing MAGA hats and shouted racial and homophobic slurs at him and poured bleach on him as well. And after that, while they were beating him up, in the end, they tied a noose around his neck. And they said, this is MAGA country. They said, effing, you know, explicitive homophobic slur, N-word. And yeah, they, Jesse Smollett walked back, still having the noose on his neck home and called the police. And uh, when police did a little more investigation, they saw cameras and they saw two men. And when Jesse Smollett was on Good Morning America, interviewed by Robin Roberts, he explained the whole thing like it was real because i'm gonna be honest i believe this was a hoax too i believe that he lied and i think a lot of people know he's lying and people who say they don't know or i don't know why they're defending him because i feel this takes away for any it's like a boy who cried wolf syndrome it's gonna take away from anyone who has real attacks uh real you know people who are gay or black who are attacked by people just because they're gay or black it's going to be harder for people to believe those cases because you have people like jesse smollett doing stuff like this and i think it's really wrong what he did but anyway the police on february 13th 2019 chicago police raided the home of the two nigerian black brothers who were not white not real trump supporters and were paid 350 or 300, $3,500 by Jesse Smollett, where they could purchase a rope, where they could get the MAGA hats, and where they could basically got all the supplies to stage this attack. There is security footage showing those two brothers in the clothing store buying the gloves, buying the ski masks and the red hats, and, <coughs> excuse me, even them doing a dry run beforehand of the attack and even being in a car looking where to meet Jesse, where to attack him and do this whole thing. Jesse was mad because the cameras apparently didn't show the beating because it was turned a different opposite direction. But it did, the camera did show the two men like I mentioned before. But Jesse was mad because, you know, it didn't capture the moment he wanted, which probably would have been bigger. But this was already big. Everybody was talking about it. From the get-go, people on the right were saying this was a hoax. And people on the well, majority of people on the left were saying this was real. He was attacked for being gay and black. And, you know, people should be taking this serious kind of stuff seriously. <clears throat> Though, excuse me for coughing, by the way. I'm just getting over a cold. But, um, it's really odd why anyone, and I'm trying to think of the psychology of it, would want to do this, 
through this whole situation of pretending you're the victim of a hate crime attack, having a noose around your neck, saying that people are saying this mad country, trying to equate all Trump supporters to being like type of racist, homophobic people. And I'm not saying like there aren't any, but it's just, you're trying to stir up so much trouble and so much division. It's like, why? Why would you do this? But they're saying police initially said that Jesse Smollett did this because he was unhappy with his salary. But now with the trial going on, his new claims that Jesse Smollett had a hate mail um, that were threats and they were homophobic and um, racist against him. And um, Empire um, Studios and producers didn't take it seriously. But just thinking about it, I'm like, what if he made up the fake mail himself? It wasn't even real. Because it's just hard to believe anyone who would go to this length to lie about this. It's like, man, what else were you lying about? But he even lies to Robin, you know, Robert's face on Good Morning America. He's like almost crying. He's saying he's attacked. He refused to give the police his phone in the beginning, too, because he said he has private pictures. He has private things. He, he doesn't even have the right. To, like, they're trying to help find these people, help investigate everything, see if you're lying about this, excuse me. It's just, it's crazy. So Jesse Smollett ended up being indicted on February 20th, 2019. <clears throat> and as this trail along, currently now, as we enter the trial, you have one of the Nigerians, um, that, you know, and by the way, both of them knew Jesse Smollett, you know, Jesse Smollett paid these guys. There were his, one of them was his personal trainer. One of them had standard roles in Empire. And they felt like they were indebted to help Jesse do this request he wanted to do. <clears throat> so, uh, according to Mbimbola Osindaro, one of the brothers, and sorry if I say that name wrong, they gathered their bleach and ski masks and headed downtown Chicago, waiting for the fake beating of Jesse Smollett. And um, the plan was apparently laid out days earlier when um, Jesse Smollett, you know, said he received a threatening letter and he wished that the people in Empire, the creators, the producers and all that took it more seriously. <clears throat> Oshindaro told the jury that when he... They saw him, when Jesse saw him, they sprang into action. So the day of, you know, the crime, January 29th, uh, 2019, <clears throat> their words were, um, hey, aren't you that empire homophobic slur? And then his brother said, this is MAGA country. And they started to punch him in the face, a tussle, threw him on the ground, bruised his face. And when they saw, uh, like, lights, not police lights, but just saw car lights, they, they ran. First of all, like, what? <clears throat> I don't know any Trump supporters watching Empire. Maybe they do. I don't know. A lot of people just were, would be racist or homophobic who would really watch Empire and know Jesse Smollett off the bat at 2 a.m. Just This all just sounded too perfect. It's honestly crazy how anyone kind of believed this in the beginning. And I believe I even believed it in the beginning. 
I didn't look too deep into it, but I didn't think he was lying about it. It's kind of crazy to lie about something like that. It's, you got to be really low to lie about a type of hate crime. It's really, it really takes away from all the other victims out there. And the Osandaro, uh, the Ambulo Osandaro, you know, he testified all this in the witness stand for the prosecution. And, you know, Jesse Smollett later tweeted about it, media kind of surfaced saying that after the attack, by the way, that, um, you know, he'd been direct, uh, attacked and this was a, he was a victim of a hate crime. And he told the Osandara brothers to send him a text giving condolences. And, you know, the brothers did. And they said, bruh, they texted him, bruh, say it ain't true. I'm praying for a speedy recovery. Like, this is just so crazy. He, they do the attack. He tells them, oh, yeah, and by the way, after you're done beating me up, uh, you know, tonight, send me a text this morning saying, I hope you're okay. Like, this is crazy. It's just like... <laughs> I don't know how psychotic, and he just lies in the interview. Like, you gotta see the interview. It's, it's like Good Morning America. It's just crazy to watch it knowing that he's lying now. <clears throat> it's just, it's insane. And he's, the way he's just taking advantage of these brothers and just using them. Oh my God, it's disgusting, honestly. I don't care, like, what party, you know, it's both. It's bad on both sides. And um, he says um, he thinks this happened. When, in Good Morning America, he said he thinks this is happening to him because he was a big proponent against 45, meaning Donald Trump. And that um, he knows people don't like him. He's very vocal. It's just, I don't know. If, maybe it's just me, but 2A, I mean, you're going to think it's like Jesse Smollett. Like, what? It just all sounds so, like, weird. It's, it does not really make any sense. So, um, Osundaro's younger brother, Olin Bin- Binjo, sorry for these names. Well, Ola Binjo is expected to testify later in the week. Um, so this could possibly be, like, later today, honestly, because, you know, today's Friday. Jesse Spollett's defense, though, is um, saying that the Osendara brothers are criminals and opportunists, liars, and motivated by homophobia. Like, what? I don't understand, like, the defense's take on this. They're opportunists, liars, and they're homophobic. First of all, they're not homophobic if they're friends with Jesse Smollett. Apparently, there were reports even saying that they brought, you know, drugs for Jesse Smollett at some point. It would be the people that buy him crack or weed or whatever, or cocaine or weed. They were his personal trainers. They're on Empire. Doesn't really sound like people, you know, like those sound like your friends. Don't really sound like people who are homophobic or maybe acquaintances or they just want to be with you so they could go further up in their career. And that's not even necessarily a crime. Doesn't really sound like a good guy, Jesse Smollett. So I wouldn't even be surprised if he was just around him because he went further in the career. Under questioning, the Osandara brothers said that in late January 2019, you know, they went for a drive around which area, you know, they were going to stage this attack. And that 
you know, he explained to the Osundara brothers that he got a letter um, depicting a gun and a stick figure of a hanging noose. And he said he talked to the studio and they stood, apparently the studio kind of brushed it off and Jesse Smollett didn't like that. I feel like he's a kind of narcissistic guy, you know. That's what you know a lot, but it's just, this guy just is. But anyway, Jesse Smollett was explaining to the Osadaro about that he, you know, got this letter and, you know, he told them, I want you to beat me up. And <clears throat> Osundara even said, you know, on the witness stand, he was uh, confused. Like, he was puzzled. Why are you telling me to beat you up? What? But Jesse Smollett said, like, he wants you to, I want you to beat me up. And that he, you know, and that he promised he was going to give him more standing roles and empire. He was going to help him out more. Pretty much this is not even, this is alleged to is what um, Osundara is saying. I, I don't know if uh, Jesse Smart was going to offer him anything, but Osundara, either way, Osundara mentioned that he, need, he felt indebted uh, indebted to Jesse Smollett for giving him a standing role in Empire you know, before, and could, thought uh, Smollett could help further his acting career. So it does seem like he was just kind of around this dude to boost up his career, which is not a crime, you know? <coughs> And um, Jesse told him that he needed an extra person. So Osundara, that's when his brother comes in. And that's how he gets his brother to, you know, be a part of the tag. Jesse Smollett, when he got both of the brothers, he, you know, wanted to pick the place for the tag. So they drove around. There's even cameras of them in a car. Not with Jesse Smollett, but before they get to the... On January 29th, before they get to the site where the attack happens, they're in the car with uh, this driver, and they're, like, looking for the place, and asking, is it there? Is it there? Like, they're looking for all of this to be planned. And it's crazy because the defense is not even admitting or saying that what they said is not true. It's true, but the brothers are just liars and homophobic and opportunists. What? That makes no sense. <clears throat> it's like, why would you do this? You have a, a good career. You He's apparently a singer full-time. You have a career in singing. It's, why would you throw all of that away? Like, it definitely shows his character. I think that shows his character 100% if you go through all these lengths. Like, how neurotic and how... Like ego, he's an egomaniac, I feel like. It's just, you don't, this is insane. And it's sad because people at Fox News had a field day with this. People on Twitter probably had a field day with this. People on the right had a field day with this. Nobody should be happy that Jesse Smollett is uh, doing this. Everybody should be upset. You know, I have issues with both the right and left. I believe in this instance, they're both, you know, I, I, it's just a complicated situation. Like, no one should be, you know, gleeful about this. Like, I don't agree with that on the right. I also don't agree on the left. Everyone should have jumped to conclusions to support this guy. Yes, you should take hate crime seriously. <coughs> you should definitely take hate crime seriously. 
And by the way, can I mention this? This took away from all the other stuff that was happening in Chicago. All the new, like, Chicago police, all the news media were all focused on Jesse. It's a lie. Then real attacks, real situations, real people getting killed. It just takes away from all that. But you got it can't keep rushing to conclusions, acting like this was hate crime. Kamala Harris tweeted, other people tweeted. The media, it's the main people like, you know, the anchors at MSNBC or some people on CNN, always rush to conclusions about stuff without having all the facts first. And it's so frustrating. It's really frustrating. And it makes you not want to trust those sources. And I don't trust any of those news stations. You know, Fox News, they want a narrative. CNN, they want a narrative. MSNBC, they want a narrative. They all want narratives. They don't want to give... Sometimes, you know, you'll have here and there where they actually do give real news. But beneath all of that, it's a narrative that they want to give to their audience. But I'm off my soapbox for that one. (laughs) Pretty much going back to the Jesse Smollett case... The trial is still ongoing. The defense is not looking so good. And Jesse initially said the attackers were white. But then when he got another police interview, he told them, oh, not white, but maybe pale skin. And then when the Ocean Dollar brothers were put in custody as the men because there's camera videos showing them walking. They're the only people walking when they're questioned. Smollett said that um, to the police that he thinks the Ocean Dollar brothers are innocent. Oh, those aren't the men who attacked me. He said um, it can't be them because they're black as sin. I don't know why he described them as black as sin as a characteristic. But I guess he was just saying they're dark, really dark skin. And it's, it, his, his defense attorney, Jesse Smollett's defense attorney, was saying that basically the police were lying. He didn't even say all of this to them and that they were white to begin with. And he stayed at house since the interview wasn't recorded. You know, unlike the interrogation with the Osindara brothers that... He shouldn't really take account to what the police was saying or what Jesse was saying to the police. <clears throat> it is just insane. And then Jesse Smollett is denying still that, you know, this is a lie. Jesse Smollett's saying that this was not a lie. He was attacked. He's going to deny. I think he's just going to fake it till he makes it. If it turns out that, you know, <clears throat> this was. Uh, hoax, Jesse Smollett lied, he could face up to three years in prison, and that's really bad for him, and I think, I guess that's fair, I don't know, I'm not really in too deep into law, so I don't know if that's really a fair charge or not, three years, I just think he did a lot of damage, I definitely do feel like he needs to pay a fine or something for having all those police do a wild goose chase, but he could be looking for missing people in Chicago, you know, unsolved gun violence, rape, real acts of people being attacked. And in the end, Jesse Smollett's alleged hoax was got him, like, support from a majority of people about a week or so. And then it all kind of crumbled when the police announced what really happened and that this was staged. Fairly pretty quick, like, a, like almost a month, but quicker than that. It's just really sad. 
that celebrities, and this goes back to celebrities being OC on Twitter and social media, trying to virtually signal to the point where they make up that they're getting attacked just so they can have the support of others. And he wants himself to be a victim. Why would you do that? I, I could get puzzled on this for hours. It makes no sense why he would want to do something like this. And it's very sad and disheartening that with all the type of fame, it's like he could do anything he wants with the amount of money, the amount of fame and stardom, power, philanthropy he could do, but he chooses. He has so much time on his hands, he just chooses to stage a hate crime attack. Take advantage of his success, take advantage of those brothers. Take advantage of, you know, being a celebrity and the people who fell into this believing in him. It's really messed up. I do hope Jesse Smollett gets charged. And that's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. But I definitely do think he should be charged because what he did was very wrong. Faking any hate crime, faking any attack is terrible. It creates this boy who cries wolf syndrome. So when real acts of uh, hate crimes happen, people go, huh, you know, it's probably lying about it. Or they'll just brush it off. And why would you, if you had a noose on your neck, why would you keep wearing it? You're not going to take it off? There's video of him walking all the way back to his apartment with the noose. Even when he's questioned by police, he still has a noose on his neck. And he said he did this because he wanted the police to see what happened. What? It's just insane. But that is, uh, people would say this ties back to the Tawana Brawley rape allegations, and which was an infamous racial uh, hoax that happened back in 1987, I believe, where uh, white men were accused of raping this black girl, but it turned out, you know, grand jury concluded that this was a hoax and she was not a victim of forcible sexual assault. This was a wild goose chase. And apparently there's a whole page, like a Wikipedia page, racial hoax so this has happened more often than I thought which is insane but you know that's my opinion on the Jesse Smollett hate crime hoax please if you have a different opinion feel free to email me at silentminority at gmail.com and feel free to dispute and ask any questions as well I hope you enjoyed this episode until next time bye